there are different and quite strange and odd ways that people have tried to get contraband into these jails. Yeah, there are, and um, sometimes they refer to them as the chocolate phone, so you might be able to guess where where the phone is hidden. Oh, inside Willy it's, Wonka. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, and they can be very manipulative because I remember one guy uh, who was studying and doing well in education, he got regressed and um, got into a lot of trouble for having a phone in his cell. Mm. Mm. And there was a guy who was, um, you know, running his drug business <laughs> while he was still in jail. But what he would do is he'd, he'd attach the phone to a bit of um, dental floss, slide it back across to the other fella, and you have to keep that phone in your cell yeah. or you're going to get bashed. Oh. Yeah. And when the when there's a shakedown, you'll be the one caught with it. And yeah. they have the code of silence in there, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. Yeah. So, That's amazing. Yeah. It's a lot of it's intimidation. Very yeah. Was it a privilege for them to be taught or did they volunteer to be taught? Yeah, so it is a privilege in jail. So they need to sort of show that they're going to do yep. something and uh, apply for some reason to do it and their behaviour has to show that they could be mm-hmm. you know, in that situation. Yeah, and trust So, them. yeah, and often that's, you know, a stepping stone. So somebody might that to get to that position. But in general, most people who'd come up uh, wanted to learn something. Mm. Yeah. I've only been through, like I had a tour through one jail and Mm. that was back in my hometown, Mm. but I knew someone that was behind Mm. the cell and he was a really smart guy growing up, Mm. like a student, but he was behind bars and I went to shake his hand and I nearly got into so much trouble. There's so much that you can and can't do when you're in there. And just the fact that... Yeah, yeah. Did you know their crimes as well before you met them? So say, for example, you knew who you were sitting in the room with. Yeah, well, one part of it, sort of being an education officer, was that uh, people would apply to do certain courses because they could do external education as well. Right. You know, so through uni or through TAFE. Yeah. So you had to know what some of their crimes are because, you know, one of the stories I talk about in the book is one guy um, was quite clever and he wanted to study chemistry and pharmaceutical course. Oh, cool. And then, you know... Yeah, so I thought, oh, that's good. And, you know, he knew which uni he wanted to go to Mm -hmm. and he sort of had all these ideas. And then when I checked his charges, he was in for manufacturing uh, amphetamines. Oh, no. So he was was a cook, you know. Oh, wow. He wanted to get a degree for it. He wanted wanted to have a degree, yeah, so then he could be a doctor in it, I suppose. um, He also needed a backup plan. Oh, Mm. my gosh. Yeah, he had a backup plan for when he got out. No, I wasn't cooking that, mate. Yeah, Yeah, so he knew the chemistry behind it. Yeah, wow. um, Anyway, so you needed to know what their uh, crimes were. And, you know, of course, then sometimes you'd be sitting in there and, you know, the person sitting next to you is a a murderer or rapist or, you know sex offender and, you know, you try to, uh, you know, you try to in your mind say, well, you know, they've been judged and whatever and I'm here to do something else. But um, still, it's it's a little bit tricky. Well, Paul, we could talk to you all day. Thank you so much for the wonderful chat about the criminal class, the memoir of a prison teacher. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you very much for having me and uh, it's been great to be on your show.